to the Lonnie Swain Show podcast. I'm your host, Lonnie Swain. I'm a media personality, blogger, and digital influencer. My radio career required many cross-country relocations from my hometown of New Orleans to Baltimore, St. Louis, Chicago, Dallas, and now back to New Orleans. I've had to start over and reinvent myself many times, which has made for interesting experiences, opportunities, and of course, some obstacles. The purpose of this show is to remind you that everyone has to go through something to get somewhere. My hope is that the stories that I share along with my guests inspire, encourage, and incite you to live your best and most authentic personal and professional lives while encouraging self-love and self-care. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Now let's get into the show. Happy Self-Care Sunday, y'all. Today we are going to be talking about something that I am personally struggling with right in this very moment. And I'm going to start with a quote that I shared on the Lonnie Swain Show Instagram at Lonnie Swain Show to get it started. And it says, being happy doesn't mean everything is perfect. It means you've decided to look beyond the imperfections. This one really strikes a chord with me because... As y'all know, I'm a Virgo and Virgo and perfectionists are pretty much synonymous. So with everything I do, I try to achieve a level of perfection. And I'm the type of person when I started working on my website, which I did myself, I'll start on it and I'll be like, okay, this looks good. And then I'm constantly going back after I've decided, okay, this looks good. I'm constantly going back saying, well, how can this be better? And what can I move to the left? And maybe I should take this off and put this in a different place or take this off and put this instead or whatever. And it's just this constant state of critiquing and bettering and getting to this place of basically a place that never exists. Because in my mind everything can always be better so a comparison I'll make is when I worked in radio and we would do like quarterly evaluations the rating scale was one to five that you could rate your performance how do you think you're doing one to five and five being the highest the supervisors would always say nobody gets a five because there's always room for improvement well I pretty much always apply that to my life so it's kind of like oh yeah this relationship is good but it could be better. These are the, you know, three things, three and a half things that they aren't doing exactly the way I want them to do. Or, you know, this outfit is cute, but it would have been better if I wore these earrings or this picture looks good, except, you know, my tooth doesn't look exactly as white as the one on the left. You know, and it's just honestly, it's so freaking exhausting doing that. It's like this constant circus of critiques going on in my head at any moment about any and everything. And I'm really just trying to work on that because I have been trying to figure out where I want to live, not based on job, not based on not based on anyone else other than myself. Like, where do I really feel like I could be happiest and thrive the most personally and professionally and really but but more so personally you know just like where where do I feel most alive and feel like when I wake up every morning like oh I'm just so happy to be here and in conversations with two different people on two different occasions my friends were like um 
feel like, you know, you want a city to be some magical thing, like as soon as you get there and everything is just perfect. And that's just not how it works. A city can't do that for you. And I, at first I was just like, oh, whatever. I don't mean it like that. But now I really see what they mean because I'm I'm looking for some place to be perfect and no place is. You know, I have this list drawn out of 10 must-haves and even when the city meets those 10 must-haves, I'm like, well, but they don't have this or they they have this and I don't like that and it creates a perpetual cycle of dissatisfaction to where you are perpetually unsatisfied because nothing is ever good enough. No one is ever good enough. And you can never achieve happiness going that route. And so that's been a real wake up call for me and one of my habits that I am actively trying to break right now because I just realized it's it's never going to serve me. And it, it works out sometimes professionally because I can be an overachiever and, you know, I work really hard to make things exactly so. But it's exhausting, you know, sometimes at the expense of sleep. You know, I'll be up all night obsessed with getting something perfect. And I really want to achieve a level of balance and in my quest for a new home, that is something that I seek to be more diligent about is not expecting the unattainable, not expecting perfection out of people or places and really finding that happiness within myself and that confidence that I can and will be happy wherever I am geographically, wherever I am financially, wherever I am physically as far as you know appearance or any of those things it's like just as happy in my onesie as I am in a ball gown you know and just as happy with how I look and all of those things that circumstances are never going to be exactly as you want them to be or in any version of the word perfect and it's all about making the best of every moment and every opportunity and every circumstance and every situation there was another quote that I saw and it was like you know it's not going to be perfect but make it work um to quote Theodore Roosevelt not that he's somebody that I'm really super into but it was for the Daily Stoic and it talks about how they told him you know you're gonna have to pretty much spend the rest of your life in a wheelchair and he was like okay I can make that work and the point of the Daily Devotional was just about having that mindset seeking to be a person that faces any challenge head-on with I can make it work whatever situation or circumstances present themselves. And so basically what I realized is that I have this list of 10 qualities that I would like my next city to have. And it's kind of like if a place has all 10, but then I think of, oh, well, they have all these things, but they don't have this or they have all these things, but they have this. And I don't like that. Then it's like throw the whole city away because, you know, it's not perfect. If you're anything like me and, and go through these moments where it's, it's just kind of like you could have a million pros but you're just so focused on the cons that you you allow yourself to get distracted and off course I wanted to share with you the Japanese art 
of recognizing beauty in broken things. So in Japan, some craftsmen practice the 500-year-old art of kintsunji, or golden joinery, which is a method of restoring a broken piece with a lacquer that is mixed with gold, silver, or platinum. It's very important to understand the spiritual backgrounds or the history behind it because it's interwoven with the philosophy of wabi-sabi, which means to find beauties in broken things or old things. So while the general Western consensus on broken things is that they have lost their value, practitioners of this Japanese technique believe that kintsuji method conveys a philosophy not of replacement, but of awe, reverence, and restoration. The gold-filled cracks of a once broken item are a testament to its history. The importance of kintsunji is not the physical appearance. It is the beauty and the importance that stays in the one who is looking at the dish. So it all goes back to the old saying, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So what you see in a situation is totally dependent upon you and less dependent upon the actual situation. So when you choose to see beauty, you will see beauty. When you choose to see doom and gloom, you will see doom and gloom. When you choose to see something as broken and unfixable, unrepairable, that's exactly what you're going to see and what you're gonna get. When you see something as an opportunity, to restore it and preserve it and make it better than it was before and to still see the beauty in what it was before the crack or before the the small mishap or whatever is is slightly less desirable then that's exactly what you're going to see so if you want to learn more about this Japanese art of recognizing beauty in broken or imperfect things, I will have the links in the show notes and on the blog post as well. But as a reminder to you, nothing and no one is nor will they ever be perfect. It's all about your ability to look past the imperfections. And of course, I'm never encouraging you to settle for less than what you deserve or want. That's not what this podcast is about. So please don't ever get that twisted. But it's about not always searching for the negative in positive situations. So hope this was a great reminder for you. It is certainly a needed reminder for myself. I'm going to be working on this one all week. And I encourage you to as well if it fits. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Lonnie Swain Show podcast. Please visit my website, LonnieSwain.com, where you can sign up for my monthly newsletter, check out companion blog posts, show notes, and lots of other cool stuff. This podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Buzzsprout, CastBox, Anchor, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and my website. I love and appreciate all of your feedback, so don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Until next time, go where you are celebrated and appreciated, not just tolerated. Talk to you soon.